0: Jayden's lost her homework, Maury's lost her just again.
1: that you would like to join us. Go ahead and put your microphone on. Uh, Guys, we need to have a little discussion about the way that we decide to do these podcasts because I don't know if you know or not
0: or notice the difference.
1: Yes. Uh, The last podcast we had, half of it had a microphone, half of it did not. Did not sound too different. I'm going to put it with the acoustics in my car maybe. So that was nice. Because, you guys, when we ended that podcast and we hit save and then my phone was at 94%, the... Problem with that is that the microphones have to be plugged into where the charger was plugged in, and, and I didn't catch on right at first. started the podcast it was
0: at 34, so when I looked down it's all uh, Sheena, and saw 94, I said, "Uh, Tashina," and like we both realized at the same time, like, "Oh no, we I didn't. I was just glad it captured what we were saying. I didn't yes, think it was going. I to, didn't
1: think so either, and I thought we were going to have to do it all over after again. Talking
0: for 45 minutes
1: about my seven page." Thing. Yeah. Uh welcome to the Carcast Mom, guys.
0: That's Tashina Galvin.
1: That's Stephanie Pellegrini. And
0: we what are the- not here with our shit together like your mother-in-law would like.
1: My mother-in-law just told me, guys, um, please have a good podcast because I don't want to waste an hour and a half of my life, and I just thought, well that's not very nice. How rude. Whether it's good or not, you know, my god. Stephanie just turned into a camel
0: I'm sorry I just had so much to eat and now I go I'm
1: so parched <laughs> <laughs> I did however meet a couple at a wedding this weekend shout out to John and Kim who apparently do listen to us and I've never had um somebody actually come up to me other than like people in town uh and be like oh my gosh we listened to you guys and I thought I wanted to throw up that I have no idea what you're talking about. And he even like snuck it in casually. Mm -hmm. I said something and he's like, oh, like the car cast moms. And I was like, the fuck did he just (laughs) say? (laughs) Do I just think he's talking about us, or is he? And he's like, "Oh my God, you guys are so funny!" And I was like, "Oh, please stop listening, because like it's all fun and games when we're sitting here together
0: alone and not caring what
1: anybody wants to you know say about us.
0: Who exactly is right. listening to our nonsense? Right. But right. like at my work, I've had people too, and I'm like,
1: ooh. Uh, and then like, you just want to crawl. Nothing
0: I say is ever correct. Correct. Or halfway sane, like I just sound like a a stoner, honestly. Every single time we're on this podcast and I listen to myself, I'm like, God.
1: Yeah. So, that was a different, uh, experience. Yes, it really was. Because normally I have somebody, like, text me like, oh, you guys are so funny, blah 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 blah, and that's different. But having it face to face, I was like, what the fuck did you just say? You don't even know what you're talking- you don't even know. Mm -hmm. I don't even know who those people are. Okay. I'm
0: glad they thought we were funny.
1: Yeah, apparently they think we're funny. I don't know if they were just being kind to me because as soon as they said Carcass Moms, my eyes probably got like deer in the headlights, but anywho. Oh God, I've had some embarrassing moments that I've talked to you about on this thing that
0: I forget that we're live.
1: I know. Like this is not a private podcast. This is not. It should be. And we should keep all of our thoughts to ourselves, but we have graced you guys with it. So you're welcome.
0: We've spent a lot of years without this little camera microphone thing in the middle, just acting a fool. Together. <laughs>
1: now it's, it's a treat for all you guys now. Mm-hmm. Um, we planned on doing a TikTok today. I don't think that's going to be done because by the time <laughs> Stephanie finally showed up to my house, it's already midnight.
0: <laughs> Food is important. Yeah.
1: So that's not happening. I did do, um, an, a recap of the episode of m- making, no, m- convicting a murderer so I have an update for you guys and my god what are you looking at
0: I'm just trying so
1: hard to not sniff I've got some oh um my god is that man guilty I'm only on episode four and I can only imagine what else they come up with those little trinkets came from Matt's 20th class reunion
0: sheena if you got pulled over with this in your car isn't that frowned upon or no because it's not open it's not open you're I'm just a, I'm a grown adult. I can three have absolute vodkas in a cup in her cup <laughs> holder, which is the problem. They're,
1: they're not, not open. Like they're in
0: the back of the car. They're in your cup holder. My
1: son picked this out. I won a raffle and I told him to go pick it out. And that's what he picked. Of course he did. Three little, um, Oh my God, they got some mega sticky stuff in there. Mini bar sized of absolute vodka.
0: Apple edition. Vodka edition, strawberry edition. Yeah.
1: So, Matt had but they his... they
0: all taste like ass.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know what an ass tastes like, but I can imagine. Um, Matt had his 20th class reunion, and then we went to a wedding for a deputy who turned into a firefighter, and it was the most...
0: Really, just wanted to sing the Cinderella song where she turns her. Pippity
1: poppity. What? Yeah,
0: because he, he just turned. Into he a just turned into a firefighter. He <laughs> went, went from a that.
1: hero to a hose dragger. You know. So, um, anyway, that was the absolute best wedding that we've ever been to. Just fun. Matt turned into a whole different person with his buddies, and that's the most Matt has ever danced. Matt and I have been together for 17 years this year. And at weddings, I normally get one slow dance, maybe zero. Maybe zero. That's it, zero to one. That's all I get. <laughs> and he danced more than I did, that's because cool. my feet started hurting did real he, bad. Like, fast
0: dance?
1: Yes. Is he, a good dancer? Um, he did really well this time. Really well, because we used to make fun of him because he used to do this like chicken wing dance. He did not chicken wing at all, and he was doing really well. I was very proud of him. We had so much fun. And then Sunday, I was with you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> had a
0: whole lot of with you this weekend.
1: We really did. Stephanie painted the front of our door at my office because today, this week is homecoming for our local high school and it's a luau in the desert theme. And so we had to decorate. And so Stephanie made this awesome little hang loose tiki guy and another tiki totem.
0: She wanted two Tiki Totems, but after the first Tiki Totem, I was like, i didn't do doing two. No. We would have been there still tonight if I had to do another Tiki Totem. That's
1: why I think that you should just print them out and put them on the other side and then they'll be symmetrical. I
0: can't ever do that. Oh,
1: Sorry. it's against your rules. It's a,
0: like a, a tracing thing, like it just feels like
1: it's fake. Like fiction. That's okay. It's like fiction, fiction gold. gold. and I can't
0: do That's it. okay. It's okay to like be fiction gold. I'm not
1: gold. an impasta. Impasta uh, <laughs> Um, That's what I was going to do if you absolutely told me that you weren't going to help I me. I think it's
0: funny because this is how it happened. <laughs> she says, What stuff did you use to paint the windows? I'm going to paint my office windows. And
1: Stephanie heard the help.
0: And I was like, well, What are you going to do? And she sent it to me, and I said, Need help? Yes.
1: Thank you. What do you want? What do I need to get? Give so me I told all the her things.
0: Forty times because she didn't go the first time I told her. Four days later, uh, what did I need to get again?
1: I wanted you to put it all in one list so I could go back and look at it. But you were like, "Hey, you need this," and then like three messages later, "Hey, we need this." Oh, and you better find this. I forgot the
0: stuff that we need. And I was like,
1: "Can you just put it all in one, and then I can take a snapshot or of you it?"
0: Could have just like wrote it down. No, anyway. Have you seen my handwriting? Yeah. That's a good point. Thank you. Anyways, yeah, that happened, and I realized that I am so old. I already have the Boys and Girls Club my work that want me to do Christmas stuff on theirs. I'm like, Tashina's work.
1: Does that mean that I now have to do my own work? No,
0: I'll do yours. Um.
1: Well, we do the Santa to, letters, so you have to make I have. A, I already
0: have one that I want to do. It's got, like, it's like a North Pole mailbox. Yes! And on top of it is, like, a little penguin with a scarf. Yes! And he's so cute, and I could totally do it. Okay. And,
1: yeah, totally.
0: And I could put an envelope with the address yes. and stuff on it, too. It'll be so cute, and I'm excited for yours.
1: Can you do, like, Santa letters here? Yeah. Can you write that? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's all I want. That's all. That's all. Okay. It'll only take you... 800 hours, especially if so so you have I think three other a, businesses to do.
0: My work after Thanksgiving, because we normally have a couple of days off, so I'll do them in those like I did last year, that way December. And then I could do yours like the next weekend, that way you have it most of December. Will
1: be. Yeah, because I don't remember what time. I think uh, they became, became like the second or third week of December, okay. I think. Yeah. Ooh. It may have been the first week of December. We'll work it out. I'll have to double check with that. Anyway, back back to what we're doing. We're supposed to be having a good podcast. What were we going to talk about?
0: I literally sent you a wing it <laughs> message today.
1: Well, I have a recap. Do you want to do the Stephen Avery recap and then maybe that'll boost your flow? Sure. All I have to say, here's my recap. Cavalante was... Production. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used a canine dog to bite his head off. I saw that. And it was a superficial wound. People were trying to make it out like that canine was freaking eating him to death.
0: Um, I think his flashlight ran out when he got scared.
1: And yeah. so he was like... I didn't realize that guy was from Brazil.
0: Yeah. And he's wanted for a crime or a murder from over there. Or Mexico, he's wanted somewhere else for a murder before for a,
1: Before the girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Oh. He's a real winner. Um, Matt said that he read a police briefing that said that he had told them that on multiple occasions he had got the rifle out and was like scoping them and he was going to shoot again and like.
0: The police officers. mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, like he was about to start all over again and just freaking go mayhem. But apparently he decided he was going to be a good boy. The
0: dog got him first.
1: Yeah, Yoda was his name. He's young. That still
0: blows my mind. How old is he? I think they said it was like thirty-three.
1: Oh, that is so young. Good so for him. Young to be murdering people. Yes. Yeah, I could never murder anybody. How I'm often
0: not... does murder cross your mind? How often do you think about murder—not murdering, not a murdering lot. but just murder in general? How huh? often do you think about that. that? We had a uh, party at the fire department this weekend, and they were saying like, I guess it's on TikTok. It's like this huge thing where men think about the Roman Empire oh i
1: saw that yeah
0: and women think about i have never once in my whole life thought about the roman empire i'm sure you have because you like that stuff no no okay
1: i mean like when i'm watching gladiator or something
0: nope still but. Didn't, because i wouldn't i refuse i don't like it i don't like anything over
1: there no. <laughs> in europe <laughs> you know at the whole fucking country throw it away Not everything of any of it. you know Not after the holocaust nope i don't Broadway. care about their
0: empire i don't care about whoever roman is i don't care about any of it
1: <laughs> roman can go fuck himself okay yeah.
0: but it's weird man. yeah
1: i think it i think that's a farce as well so because they are
0: asking all the men there how often do you think about it and everybody and i was laughing because i'm like, i don't know Joey's next and i'm like he doesn't fucking think about the roman
1: empire. he's like you know five times Joey a day
0: doesn't No. Oh. <laughs> so all of the guys are like, yeah. And they were like, well, it, like, coincides with some of the games that they play. So they're, uh, they're like, oh, I don't think about it often. Like,
1: yeah, weird. my husband's or not a gamer. Or the movies that they
0: watch, and then they get to Joey, and he's, like, eating spaghetti, like, <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby.
1: Well, no, I think that that is also, like, a TikTok trend. Yeah. I don't think they're really thinking about the Roman Empire. Because I don't think it's real. And then finally, I did see one, finally, where the husband was like... What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, well, there's, there's this lady, the guy, um, or the lady asked her husband, you know, if he thinks about the Roman Empire, and he's like, no, sure don't, and, like, walked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no.
0: And they were saying it's equivalent to women and how often they think about murder, and I think about murder a lot. No, I've never thought about murdering somebody, ever. I really haven't, that might surprise you. It has not crossed my mind lately (laughs) i was like um i am obsessed with murder documentaries murder shows murderers serial killers like even when i'm reading my romantic comedy books are like I just read a series a wedding series like I can't even tell you how many times I would be reading that and on the background in my house
1: is some murder mystery on ID Discovery like I I think that women are obsessed with it because we are trying to figure out how to like escape from something you know what I mean like if somebody were to attack yes if somebody were to attack you right now like well, this lady got attacked this way. This is what you need to do. I think that's why women are so... Is that what we're supposed
0: to get out of those? Because I've read a whole lot of them and I don't feel like I could get myself out of any kind of murder unless I'm just like, I am cute, please don't.
1: I think I could put a, I think... I mean, I'm pretty sure that somebody would take me over, totally but I would put up a fight. I would definitely put up a fight before, like, we would both be limping. The most I've ever
0: learned about trying to get away from something like that is on Grey's Anatomy on their murdering episode. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh. Where that... They, like, kill the lady, and they had to cut the... Or pull the plug, and the husband got really mad, and he came back with a gun and wanted to kill the doctors, and oh. so Derek Shepard... Oh, TV. was that when he died? No. Oh. He got shot. Okay. But one of the people on there was like, how hey, my names April and I'm
1: Oh, God. I
0: have a mom and three sisters. And, like, she just told yeah. them their whole life story. And, and I was like,
1: kill her! Because I, hate, I hated April. Yeah,
0: I know, but she that's so a annoying. thing. Did you know that?
1: That if you, like... Make yourself more human to them, I don't think it matters, honestly. I don't think fucking... I'm going to try everything I got. Well, I don't think that's going to help, I have, but...
0: I have a daughter. She you only probably, have one? She probably... <laughs>
1: No, you I better you better fucking list pray, them all oh. she'll
0: probably help you hide the body Right. just not my body Not body. whoever you <laughs> decide to kill next if you skip me we'll help you I don't
1: know <laughs> you're gonna have to work on your hostage negotiating skills
0: I just pray we never get to that point
1: I just remember being like 12 and my mom had watched was watching Snapped cause I love me some yeah, Snapped like I'm too. like yeah fuck yeah he deserved that bullshit Absolutely, she should get off free. Anyway, I just remembered, it was a husband one that that time though, and he had cut his wife up, but that day he had went to the local Ace Hardware and gotten trash bags, a hatchet, you know, all the things to kill one's spouse and then dismember them. And I just remember the reason they found or the reason that they were able to link her body to him, because he had a solid alibi, was because of the trash bags. Trash bags have serial numbers at the bottom of them. So when he purchased the trash bags.
0: That's far-fetched, like it's a real thing.
1: Yes, and I still, to this fucking day, look at the bottom of the trash bags and there's a fucking serial number on it. Wow. I've never forgotten that, that's why I was, don't bags use, because they, do they have yes, a... all trash bags, trash bags are trash bags, all trash bags have serial numbers, don't use a trash bag, you're welcome, and
0: Suitcases. If...
1: Oh. yeah, like that lady that locked her boyfriend in the suitcase and then said they were just joking around, and he fucking suffocated to death, I miss that. You haven't seen that one? Oh god, I'll have to catch you up.
0: Do you ever like if you're in a place like at your work or home or something, or even just like in the middle of TJ Maxx, like think to yourself, where would I go right now if something was happening? Do you ever like find your little escape routes or find your hiding places? Because I have about two at work that I could hide in
1: that I pray to God nobody else has thought of. Because they ain't room. <laughs> not room for. Sorry! Life. And no more entrance. Um it depends on the situation. Like, TJ backs. Absolutely not. I am too busy looking at candles and smelling them and sniffing everything and touching everything in sight. So, no. Um, but, like, if we're... Like, when we're walking, like, to the Aces game or something and there's, like... Sh- yeah. People running around. Then I do. But for the most part, No.
0: There are a lot of holes could be poked in my system of TJ Maxx hiding because pretty much I'm always just going to dive into the clothing rack.
1: I have a friend whose mother was attacked. She was a bartender and she had closed up for the night and they were in a pretty sketchy part of town. And she always used to have her car keys in between her fingers. Mm -hmm and this guy came to attack her and she was a very petite person and she freaking went
0: Ape
1: ape shit on him and stabbed him in the eyeballs with her keys and like beat the fuck out of him with her keys and was able to get away so i do do that a lot
0: every time i'm by myself in the dark i do that i have my keys in here because i um wanted to go to school for criminal justice and so when you know before you like go to college they have like where you can come in and sit in and like do things and stuff so i sat in on like a criminal justice like what's the word i'm looking for like they show you what it's all about Uh not an actual class simulation yeah kind of but he talked about that like that that that's one of the best things that women can do is Carry their keys like that, and pay attention to the clothing of the people around you. Like we got, most people don't. And he was like having us all look forward, and he was like, "What's the person next to you wearing? What color is his shirt?" Pretty much nobody could answer it. And he's like, "You've been sitting next to that person for thirty minutes." Right. Like, most people just do not pay attention to that. And kind of also,
1: stuff. if you like talk to people, like if somebody's coming at you and you talk to them.
0: Yeah, have you ever read that list? It's like a list of like 15, 10, 15, 8, something. 35. Yeah, a um, list of things that a bunch of murderers and rapists in prison put together. Oh, like, like what, what they, they, look they look for. for. Mm-hmm.
1: They look for, and then... The, um,
0: Ponytails, if you're wearing headphones, if you're distracted, if you don't make eye contact. Like, there's a whole lot of things.
1: And like meek women, too. Like, women that look like they would be frail. Like me and you were fine yeah like nobody's gonna be fucking. nobody wants this
0: beefcake. yeah
1: <laughs> fucking try to move me good luck i can barely move myself okay could on you a help daily me into
0: my car actually <laughs>
1: now that you're here could you give me a piggyback ride because my legs are a, exhausted oreos in that pocket oh god is it snack time because i'm, I'm starving. starved can you imagine uh, you the think grocery on the way bill? to where you're taking me we could stop for pizza yeah the grocery bill that you're gonna have from yeah. me eating three times a day good luck uh, you got a tic tac or something in here, sir? Oh, um, I thought you meant right now. I'm like, well, no, Snickers. but I can't. <laughs> in my car, there's Snickers. Yeah. Um, th- here's the problem nowadays with keys. This is my key. Not. How am I going to stab somebody with this? You're not going to stab somebody, but
0: if you put it in your fist while you punch, it can make it more solid. I know my chiropractor has something like that that he puts in his hand. He <laughs> puts his hand underneath me so when I lay on his hand, his hand doesn't collapse because I'm heavy. <laughs> that, that keeps his hand Excuse solid. Me, ma'am.
1: Why and is your he... chiropractor ha- using objects on you?
0: You don't even want to know. <laughs> Anyways, he puts it in his hand. Then I lay on top of him, and then he U F E W W U F C. UFC. Whoa! Body slams on top of it, and my body goes
1: oh. off of
0: it. And I, I don't know what it is, but you should get one because I bet you could hurt somebody with that.
1: Oh my god!
0: I think it's the shape of that key. It's probably a key that he uses. I mean, he's I like, what, what can I fucking and find? He's I need something. Spitting
1: on me. Ugh! That man. No thanks. No. Yeah, so anyway, yes, I think about murder quite often. Yep. Same. Same. What about you guys? I don't think so
0: much about murder as I do murderers. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not necessarily thinking of the murder. I'm thinking of them, themselves. Like,
1: Oh, see, I don't really give a shit about them. I think about, like, the stuff that they did. What's that movie where they only there was like no evidence was sandra bullock in the oh (laughs) no um what the hell was it you know what are you just throwing things out no i don't know he he like he ended up wearing the guy ended up wearing booties and he had like a whole like medical like surgical thing on and there was only like one fiber Oh fuck! I'm gonna have to find it. I don't remember what it's it was. An actual movie? Yes, it's an actual movie. And he committed murders like
0: that. Yes, Are you, multiple. What, was it CSI?
1: No, it was in a movie.
0: Okay, God,
1: my God, I'm pretty sure Sandra Bullock was in it. Why do I think Sandy was in there? I'll have to figure it out. I can't think of it. I
0: said enough because for some reason when you said Sandra Bullock. My brain pictured Jennifer Lopez. Oh, and... I just
1: watched enough the other day. A good movie. It's a really good movie. I don't know movie.
0: why I pictured that when you said
1: that. Because mean... she did murder him, but she didn't do it in booties. Or... No, and it's a good movie. That is an ass kicking movie. I made Peyton watch it with me because I'm like, this is what you can get into, mm. and you ain't getting into it. I'm telling you right now, like I will go to jail for you. Yeah. Sorry. My luck is, I'll go to jail for her for killing this guy, and then she'll pick another loser.
0: While you're in jail, and I'll you be can't like, do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Idiot. I'm. Re- let me just tell you really quick. Even though, sorry, Kaylin. <laughs> uh, I'm reading a book right now. Okay. About this girl who is 18 years old. She has a boyfriend. His name's Ryan. They were at band camp, totally kidding, no, she's like, (laughs) she's got a little sister but she's like having all kinds of problems at home, like there's this group of girls at school who fuck with her all the time, but they're like the popular kids and so her mom, like everything gets pinned on her in that whole town so her mom starts like thinking that she's a bad kid, like all this stuff, anyways, um, her sister winds up getting murdered and- They think it's her? They pinned it on him and her. So the book starts out with both of them in prison. For 15 years, they're both in prison, and so it's, like, their whole life in prison. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, how she survived in prison, like, basic, and, like, how hard, because now she's on parole, so she's out, and, like, how hard life is for somebody who's on parole, because any time something fucking goes wrong, it's their fault. Right. Like, so she got fired from a job because somebody stole money, even though it wasn't her. Somebody stole money, and she's convict. She's done because she got fired from her job she got kicked out of her house anyway just all this craziness but they're starting to like uncover who actually killed her her sister
1: so her and ryan are both out now
0: yeah okay and they're not they're they're not supposed to be talking to each other because of parole and so she's like trying to get her life on track and like she doesn't want to go back to prison and so she's like get away from me don't talk to me and he's like look my mom lives in this town. She hasn't been able to hold her head up in 15 years. I want to take our name off. Like, right. I am going to fucking find who did this, whether you help me or not. She's like, well, leave me out of it. Like, you, don't you want your parents right. to, like, believe you? And she's like, it's been 15 years and they think I murdered my sister. Like, what right. the fuck? You know? It's such a good book, though. What's it called? Um,
1: Because <laughs> it sounds really good and I would really like to read it. Chevy Chase wrote it. <laughs> Chevy Chase wrote it.
0: God, what is it called? <laughs> Stephanie. It's the book I showed you last time I was here. Anyways, it's really good, you guys. <laughs> so, Check it out. It is called
1: so um, That Night by Chevy Stevens. Oh, this is Chevy Chase's book. I thought you were just being kidding. Oh, no. oh. I thought you
0: were just being kidding.
1: <laughs> I thought you were just being kidding. Oh, no,
0: that's that's what the book is and it's so good and it's been you know when you get a really good book and you just don't want to do anything as far as outside of life like I don't want to go to work I don't want wanted to go I didn't want to go back to work after lunch I'm just like so into it and I want to find out what's happening and I have to put, no
1: you've
0: never had that's that?
1: never I I can only read for probably like an hour max
0: I've read for so many hours that I'm literally feeling decrepit and my back hurts, my neck hurts, my wrist hurt and I just, I've moved like 40 different positions and I still hurt, but I'm like, I gotta finish this
1: book. No, I am a, I'm a 10 page a nighter. Yeah, if that, sometimes I can. I can go a little bit more depending on how tired I am. Like tonight I'll probably read a half of a page and be like,
0: <sighs> I can't. Me and Joey went to Twin Lakes and I started and finished a book in the three hours that we were there.
1: Golly.
0: Such a good book.
1: Nope, not me. Um, I'm going to start tonight. I had to take a little gap in between my readings because I get the characters mixed up. And then I think the characters from the other books are the... Um, and it's called Sign Here. And it's about um, one of the devil's apprentices that has to sign... Have one of, like, somebody, like a wealthy family member. They have one family member left before they get the whole monopoly. And if he gets that one family member to sign, he gets a promotion. And then I don't remember what the rest of the thing was, but it sounds pretty good actually.
0: And it's like an actual book that yes, you're going to yeah. Yes, physically. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't understand how people don't read. I really don't. I don't get it. At all.
1: Peyton says that you know like when you're reading like you can picture it like a movie. Peyton says she doesn't have that.
0: But is it cuz she hasn't found a book yet that interests her?
1: no that's why she likes comic books because she can see the pictures and then she goes through comic books like really yeah but nothing else
0: that um my niece reads those they're not necessarily comics but they're like graphic illustrations. yeah 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 that's what they're graphic novels yeah Yeah. she reads a lot of those yeah
1: that's what peyton has so i again i think we already talked about this you can get um, like Anne of Green Gables, Anna yeah. Karenina and a graphic novel now. I think that's really cool for people that don't like to read. Yeah. So, anywho. Okay. We're going to make this short and sweet. Are we going to move on? Did you have anything else? Nope. Okay. Not a thing. I got five more pages. God Oh, look at the time. <laughs> I better turn on the light. It's starting to get dark in here. Okay. So, episode four of, do you need to get that? Of convicting a murderer. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, this is a quote from him. All bitches owe me. Seems fair. So he said that after he got convicted of the rape that he didn't do, the sexual assault that he didn't do, and then he got out. All bitches owe me. So, where we left off the last time, I think, was... We, we had found out that she was going to... Do you remember? Where'd we leave off? Do you remember? I have no idea. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm trying to think. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this episode started. So, Stephen Avery's girlfriend at the time, Jody, got um, convicted of a DUI and had to go to jail. This is back
0: after he's out or before he... This went? is
1: after he has been released okay. from the sexual assault charge. He's been in prison for 18 years. He got out. So then after that, his girlfriend Jody, who had, he had been beaten the shit out of and being rude to and cheating on left and right, um, goes to jail for a DUI charge. Um, and then that's when Steven really started calling auto-trader. Like, That Teresa girl had been out at the Avery property beforehand, but once Jody goes to jail, he like ramps it up. Like she's there every other day, practically. Um, You
0: did talk. I think that is close to right where you were.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, So the night before Teresa's murder, Steven calls his nephew Brian's ex-girlfriend and offers her sex. She declines. No, thank you, Steven, sir that's about enough out of you. And Brian is Brendan's, the one that is also in jail for this lady's murder brother. Remember? The accomplice? Yes. So the next morning he calls, um, after he gets declined by the ex-girlfriend of his nephew, the next morning he calls into Auto Trader with a different name. Um, he uses B. Janda, which is his sister, Brenda Janda and specifically requests Teresa. The last time Steven saw Teresa, um, he was wrapped, like he came to the door pretty naked. He just had a towel on. And um, I don't remember if I covered it in the last one, but after that incident with him where he just came out in his towel, Teresa had told her friends that she did not want to go out there anymore. He really made her feel uncomfortable and she wouldn't go back out to their property without somebody with her. Um so when he called at Auto Trader that day, he called using his sister's name, her phone number, her address. Um, and the receptionist couldn't find like apparently when you do you use auto trader all the time, like they had, they have like a file for you. And so they just attach it to it. Well, there wasn't um a file with that number and that address, so she had to create a whole new customer. And um At that time, he specifically had Teresa's cell phone number. So he could have called Teresa directly. Um, But he didn't. He chose to give a false name. false Well, not a false name. It's his sister's name. But like somebody that she wouldn't know. Um, So that day, Teresa... So the receptionist calls Teresa, asks if she can do it. Because she wasn't sure if she could or not with her schedule. Teresa said, yeah, I'll give it to... You know, give it to me, fax it over. Um, And then Teresa leaves a voice message on Brenda's phone saying she can come out that day around two o'clock. Um, but making a murderer took part of the message out. So they have the whole message recording and it just says that she can come out at two o'clock. Let me know if that works for you. And what it really said was I can come out at two o'clock, but I have never been to your address before. I don't know who you are. Can you call me and give me that information? So, making a murderer made it sound like she knew it was Stephen Avery, she had no problem coming out to see him, and that wasn't the case. Um, So, here is the timeline. So, it's October 31st, 2005. So, at 8.12am, Auto Auto Trader receives the phone call from Stephen Avery, pretending like he's B-Janda. Or not pretending like he's B-Janda, just saying that. That's who it is. At 11 o'clock, Steve leaves work, doesn't tell his brothers, and he doesn't normally leave, but he said he got lazy and didn't wanna work. He goes home and calls Auto Trader again. At that time, they tell him that she is going to be able to come out. So when he called at 812, he specifically asked for her. Um, when he, So then, as soon as they say she's gonna be able to come out, he calls her directly on her cell phone twice. But he uses the star six, seven feature, which yeah. blocks the caller ID. Um, the reason they know that is because when they got the subpoena phone records, it showed
0: the star six seven. and
1: her number. So when they actually subpoena records, it doesn't like it'll say star six, seven and then the phone number. It doesn't not That's show good it. To know. Yeah, that is good to know. So if you people are trying to star six, seven people, if you get your phone records subpoenaed, they, they go, no. Just for
0: fun to tell the refrigerator's running cool. Yeah. If you're doing it to get out of. If you're murder, doing it
1: telling them you're gonna fucking murder them, you're not most likely gonna go to jail.
0: Abort mention.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So then at 11:40. Th- oh, and he never leaves any messages for her when he did the Star 6 7. It went to voicemail, he never left any messages. At 11:43, Teresa leaves a message on Barb Janda's answering machine, which is, "Hey, don't know who you are. Can you give me your call me back with your your um, details?" So between 12 o'clock and 12:15, Don Poliska, Poliska, Polisca, um, who is the receptionist at Auto Trader, um, was asked to fax the lead sheet to Teresa because nobody ever answered the, an- the they she never called for the address. So that way she could have the address. At two twenty seven, Teresa talks to Don Polisca again on her way to the appointment with the Avery brothers. So at that point, Teresa did know she was going out to the Avery salvage yard, but she didn't know it was specifically Steve for Steve. Is. Yeah. And it kind of does sound like to me, so Chuck is the older brother of Steven and he like ran the Avery salvage yard. And according to like the police, it goes further down here, but um, like he's a pretty decent guy, like straight and narrow, like he does his job and they've never had any problems with him at all. So I think that's what she was thinking that it was just going to be at the salvage yard. Um, Between 2.41 and 2.45, Teresa arrives. Bobby Dassey, Brendan's brother, sees Teresa through the window of his home. He goes to take a shower, but before he does, he sees Teresa making her way to Stephen Avery's trailer. He stopped watching as she was about 25 yards from the trailer. So
0: she didn't know it was his trailer? Who? Like, why was she going to his
1: trailer? I I would assume he was talking to her. Stephen Avery was. So the where the car was parked it's like right outside of his trailer and they're kind of like on a compound sort of and so like where his sister's car was parked it wasn't too far from his sister's house or his house it was like right in the middle and so I think that he had like said something to her to get her to walk towards him Um, so the nephew sees um, her walk about 25 yards from the trailer He does not see her enter the trailer. He goes to take a shower and get ready to go hunting. Um, And then when he comes out of the house, Teresa's RAV4 is still there, but no sign of Teresa and no sign of Steve Avery. He didn't see anybody. At 435, so this is like two hours later, Steven makes a phone call to Teresa's cell phone, this time unblocked. So he doesn't use the star six, seven feature. No messages were left. He says this call was made with, so what he tells, um, investigators, well, he has a couple different stories, but the one time he tells them that after she had left, she was only here for like 10 minutes, she left. And then about 20 to 25 minutes later, I called her back because we have a loader that I thought maybe we might want to sell. So I called her, she didn't answer so they're saying either he was trying to find her cell phone to hide it or he was trying to make it look like he needed to get a hold of her um at four fifteen to four forty-five, um robert fabian who's earl's brother-in-law so earl is stephen's brother the one that was doing sexual favors for stephen while he, he was in watching. prison Um, shows up to the Avery yard to pick up Earl to go rabbit hunting. Robert Fabian saw Stephen come out of his parents' home and overheard Stephen and Chuck talking. Chuck asked if the photographer had came yet and Stephen said no. She hadn't showed up yet. Um, So that was all October 31st. So November 3rd the Calmet County is called by Teresa's parents to report a missing person. Um, It wasn't in, they were super worried. It wasn't in her character not to call back. Like they talked to her every day. At 630 that night on November 3rd, the Calmet County investigator contacts patrol sergeant in Manitowoc County because two of the addresses that she had, that auto trader had her for at that day were in Manitowoc County. Um, wants them to go to the Avery address and the Zipperer's address to interview them. At 6.45 to 7.15 approximately, um, the sergeant arrives to the Avery salvage yard, um, goes to the business office, because he was trying to find Chuck, because Chuck is a reliable source, he would know. Um, Chuck wasn't there. The sheriff... Um, what's also crazy is that
0: they know her last place was
1: going there they know of two different locations she was supposed to be at that day they don't know where she would have been last they just know that there were two places in that county that they needed to look um the sheriff department uses the avery um, salvage yard for their toes the sergeant has used them personally to wreck cars or to pick up parts or something like that um, so the sergeant gets out and was immediately met with Steve Avery, who initiated the conversation, asking what the sergeant was doing there. Uh, sergeant asked uh, or told him that there was a photographer from Auto Trader that hadn't shown up back to work yet, and had she come out there? Stephen, um, since Stephen had been arrested, he's been very standoffish with cops. Um, doesn't like isn't rude to them, but. Like, does not want to deal with them. Um, Most murderers don't. Right. Um, But this interaction was different. Like, he was very chatty. Like, overly. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Steven said she was out there taking pictures of his sister's vehicle. So... Already his story has changed because he told his brother she never showed up. Now Now he's telling this sergeant that she came to take pictures of his sister's vehicle. Officer asked Stephen if he had spoke with Teresa and if she said where she was going next. Stephen told him that he had never talked to her, saw her from the house, uh, was only here a few minutes, and then she left, uh, which is opposite of Fabian's story. So officer goes to leave and Stephen says, I hope she turns up soon what a dick um so then the officer goes to the zipper re, zipper residence which is just down the roadways that's their name zipper zipper yes uh no lights were on so the sergeant decided to go back to the station um and brief the detectives that were coming in and they could decide what they wanted to do um when he got back to the station, the detectives decided they wanted to go back to the zipper residence. Um, at that point, Teresa was there. She took pictures, um, and gave the wife some paperwork to give to her husband to decide like on the price, what he wanted to put in the auto trader. So then November 4th, which is the next day, um, they do a follow-up interview back in Steven at Stephen's house. He lets them look around. Then he tells them Teresa took Her pictures then came up to his house. So this is the third time his story has changed. She said she he um, had been she had been in his house and he had paid her for the services. Then she left. Um, Detective said at the time he uh, was decent and that the detective didn't feel like Stephen had really anything to do with it. Like he wasn't giving off that vibe. November fifth, the following day, is when uh, making a murderer have this call between the investigators that make it seem like they're only going after the Avery's property again. So they wanted to do another follow-up. So they wanted to do another follow-up the next day, but making a murderer on the, the radio call made it seem like they were just going to the Avery's property. Yeah. And that's not what the full conversation was. They wanted to follow up with the Avery's and the Zippers again, because at the time they still couldn't determine if it was the Avery's house that, the, that she was last at or if it was the zipperer's. So they, they wanted to ask him again. Um, so Stephen's story changes again that day. He says he saw her, um, went out to meet her instead of her coming to the house. She took the photos, gave him an auto trader book. He paid her and then she left. While conducting the interview, Teresa's RAV4 is found at the salvage yard by her cousin. So they entered the salvage yard at about 10:10, 10, 10, and by 10:20 to 10:25, the vehicle was found.
0: How stupid is he to just leave it there? Right.
1: So, the um, so in making a murderer, they really made this seem like should just be lying straight. Correct, the way, and so. Teresa's cousin was a private investigator and so what they made it sound like was she was working with the the Manitowoc Sheriff's Department and like they fed her the information right because he was framed this whole time and so um and so what had happened was the cousin and her daughter went to the salvage yard and Earl was there and they had asked Earl for permission to look at the salvage yard and he was like, yeah, that's fine. And so Earl kind of pointed them like that's like if I like if I were you, I'd start that way. It's easier to get around that way. So their natural progression was pretty much right in line with where her car was. So, so they looked at all of the, you know, point A, point B, went around to C, and then she had realized there was kind of a ridge that was sitting up higher and they hadn't checked those. She might as well check those and then she could come back around. Um, and, so, and so she goes and then they find it. At that point, she calls um, into dispatch saying she found the vehicle, the Calment County, then contacts Manitowoc County, because she called the other county saying that she found it and so they're obviously not there so they have to have Manitowoc come in because the whole big thing was that they were in the middle of this lawsuit right and why did Manitowoc why were they the ones who closed it down why were they the ones that were investigating it well they were the closest ones at that point until the Calumet County could make it there so they came uh, Manitowoc came and shut everything down they put up a roadblock so that way nobody could come in or come out. Um, and so there's, on the very first episode, the way it ends is there's um, an officer that asks over dispatch if they had found a body yet. And she says, no, I don't think so. And then the officer says, but we have Stephen Avery in custody, right? Question mark. And so the big thing was, like, from the moment they found the RAV4, Stephen was their prime suspect. With no evidence, no body, no blood, he was it. So,
0: um... Uh, but, you know, the four different stories he's
1: told... Correct. She's missing... Right. Um, and so the... So again, Making a Murderer left out this whole radio conversation and so what had happened was at the time when they found the RAV4, almost simultaneously, somebody was trying to get in on Avery Road where they had the roadblock and what they were doing was the people that pulled up, they were running their names. A man that had came up on Avery Road had a warrant out for his arrest. So they had put him in custody and had put it over the airwaves that one was in custody. So that's where this guy or this officer had thought that Stephen Avery was in custody because like, oh, we found a RAF 4 Now we got one in custody. It's a complete different officer, not even related to that case. I mean, he is, but he's up the road. Um, So then... Uh... yeah so then um so then at that point in the documentary Stephen avery goes well if i was guilty why wouldn't i just run why wouldn't i just run you know i stayed there i'm not guilty well according to his family members multiple of them Stephen makes the comment to the other family members after the cars found that he's going to run and he's going to leave before the police can come up his father had to talk him out of running told him it would made him look guilty um, there's also a crusher on the salvage yard site. And however, I want you to tell me what you think a process of crushing a car would be.
0: Um, I think, aren't they like a big pit? And you put them in there and then they squeeze together.
1: So this one actually comes from the top and it's oh, kind it of like a, like, like you would have to put the car on top of it and then it would come down. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Cause I've seen like the actual pits, like you yeah. put them in and it squeezes from the side.
1: Right. You just think you just put the car in there and you press a button is that, is that we're going with. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I thought too. But to crush a car, there's a lot of things that have to be done. Uh, you need a loader. To move the car over there. You also have to drain all the oil, the fluid. Yeah. Um, has to be taken out. Tires have to be taken off and radiators have to be pulled. Makes sense. So, Stephen had crushed a car the day before. Um, and the way that they do it, they do it in like a stack of three cars. So you yeah. have to get multiple cars at once. Um, so he had, he had crushed a car before, the day before, um, with they think intentions of, and it was a blue car, almost similar color to hers, of him putting hers in next. Um, But he just ran out of time by the time that they finally found the car. Like he didn't have a chance to do it. Um, Also, there were too many people around during the week. So he was gonna have to do it like on the weekend when not so many people were around. But I would feel like a salvage yard would always have people around. You but maybe they like, were Especially his
0: family ran one where they all seemed to like live.
1: Right. Around. Yeah. So anyway, um, he had also told his family that weekend he was going to be out of town and he was going to go see Jody, who was in jail. Well to see somebody that's in jail, you have to do an arrangement with the jail. And there was nothing on the books for him to see Jody that weekend. So they think that he was going to crush the car that weekend. So do we still not know at this point if she's dead, where she is, and how she's dead? Correct. So far in the series, it has not gotten to that. They just found her vehicle. And... Okay, but do
0: they ever find her? Do you know that?
1: Um, I remember in the first documentary, they randomly found bones like eight months later in a pit. like a like they had like a barrel outside where they had fires and they found some bones in there so i'm interested to see what they think about the blood the bones that they found because i don't think they ever actually found her body
0: how often does it play
1: once a week what day i think on wednesdays so this is going to be long drawn out guys but it's very interesting because it's just everything that's opposite of what they made it be it's
0: crazy the power that media can have
1: yes not even media just people in general like yeah, you like a person because they're able to broadcast it and instead
0: of just like a couple nimwits in some small ass town believing them they literally had the entire nation world like oh yeah, yeah one way like and that's cuz of the
1: media yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. And the, I mean the fact that they wanted him pardoned. Yeah. Crazy. So, it'll be interesting to see what the rest of the the next six episodes will be, but I just think it's very interesting.
0: Now it makes me wonder because that last documentary I watched on Casey Anthony had me very much not on her side, but you had said that, yeah. For her and like questioning like maybe there's something more to this right but now I'm like they just never fucking
1: know right but she got off didn't she or did she get she did acquitted get off. or something so got off. yeah so that makes you there wonder so like why is there not one. enough evidence to keep her there and sometimes there's evidence that's there, but the way that they went about getting the evidence is yeah, shady, or they didn't they get the. In court. Or they didn't do A, B, and C. They did A, B, and F to get the, you know, and so they can throw it out because it can't but be to used. Me, that's
0: why I think. Like, I understand you should go and do it and get your information the correct way, but getting information is still getting information. Correct. And to me, it, that's when it becomes a game. Like, court should not be a game. Trials should not be a game. Whatever you fucking have, you have. If they're a murderer, you try and prove them. Like, I understand there has to be rules and stuff, but I feel like there's too much of like, a, it's like just a game now. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and I don't know how is it, I've always wanted to be a juror, but I don't know if being like on a murder trial where you, you know, they bring something into evidence. Okay. Here's a call or here's a picture where his, he's stabbing his mom. Here it is. Yeah. Oh, we can't have that in evidence now. You need to pretend like it's not there. Yeah. I just saw him kill his mom. Yeah. How, how am I gonna forget that he's not there?
0: I don't. I don't care what they say. I don't feel like jurors can be unbiased. I don't feel like it is even in our genetics, Mm-mm. like in our DNA, we cannot be unbiased. You show us something, and we can't just be like turn a flip, like switch.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, I feel like I'm a very biased person anyway. Like, I see somebody, and I already have my mind made up about them. Yeah. I get weird vibes from people, too, though. Me, too. Like, I, like, the hair on the back of my neck will stand up, and I'm like, ooh, Something's off. you're not it. And then that's like, I- I'm telling my you husband how- is so diplomatic, he's just like... Tashina, they they're not like that. You don't know that for sure. You're just listening, and I'm like, I'm telling you what my body just told me, and you're not listening to me. And I shit you not, more times often than not. Within two months, Matt's like, "Ooh, you were right," and I'm like, "I know."
0: Yeah, I just had that experience recently with the family.
1: A whole family? Oh
0: yeah. Ain't you? No, I just have the the weirds with them. Oh yeah. Like they, something's off.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm there's some people that don't have that. And that makes me scared for society. Yeah.
0: They say, if you have those feelings, you should list. There's a reason you are feeling that
1: mm-hmm. way. My gut instincts have never been wrong. Do you sometimes, are you, do you sometimes sit some, like you're in your office or at, at your work or whatever, and just get this really weird feeling of dread come over you and like your fingertips feel numb and you're like, what the fuck just happened? And then I'm like, "Oh god, somebody's going to call me and tell me somebody's dead or something." Like, I, I that happens to me more often than not. I'm like, "What is happening?" Yeah. And then it's normally like something has happened.
0: I feel like that a lot, but like I always think something bad's going to happen, but I feel like it's more of my anxiety because so far it's
1: oh, not. A lot of things I have been like, "Uh-oh." Yeah. And then I get a phone call and I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah. That's rough.
0: I did know one time when I was growing up, I had a friend whose mom was super sick and we had hung out a lot. I was friends with his sisters and so I spent a lot of time at their house, but I was also friends with him at the same time. And I knew his mom was super sick and we were like hanging out and I heard sirens go off and I was like, she died. Oh,
1: and did she really?
0: Yeah, no, she did. And I knew, like I had a feeling Mm -hmm. about it. Like we should check, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it was her. It's kind of crazy how you
1: think about that stuff. Mm -hmm. So anyway, guys, make sure you trust your instincts. It sounds like poor little Teresa didn't have very good instincts because she said she was creeped out and then still went back.
0: Yeah, those make me sad, too, because it is literally her profession, too. Like, she is just trying to make
1: it. Right. She's just trying to make a living. And, I mean, I'm sure that Avery's with the Avery's being what they were she if she did a good job she could continue to get that cash cow you know what I mean there would be a lot of opportunities for her to take pictures. And just
0: because you're creeped out with somebody and they give you heebie-jeebies doesn't mean that that person's gonna murder your ass. It could just be that they're gonna take you into the dungeon
1: and have their way with you and then let you go. That very rarely happens they let you go. They might drug you
0: and then let you go. Maybe. You never. I mean, you just never know. You
1: gotta stay positive in those yeah. situations.
0: So it's not like she would, like intentionally
1: put herself in harm's
0: way. You know what I mean?
1: That's true. That's true. Maybe she should have phoned a buddy though, and had them go with her. Yeah. And maybe, maybe the buddy would have been interested in Stephen Avery, and he wouldn't have had to kill her. You know?
0: Yeah. Um, oh, no, that was just weird. People who are in that profession should now have two at
1: all Yeah, a little buddy system I think would be. Better. anything
0: like that where you're a traveling job where you have to go onto somebody else's property, property or into their safe place like you're mm-hmm. by yourself i feel like craigslist anything that you're going to like somebody else's house that you don't really know i think you should have multiple people with you
1: and bring a gun
0: and also let people know where you're going right them. life 360
1: exactly well, and those are our uh tips for the day guys I feel like this podcast went well. I hope you're happy, Kalyn. That wasn't a whole hour. It's only fifty-eight minutes. We should also look up that list—the thirty-five or eight or nine list that the. Oh, okay. We could post 7. that. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're gonna send you guys to post, so that way you know what to look out for when creeps try to get you.
0: Your five a.m. jog sessions.
1: Ooh, not me. You—you you won't catch me. Did you
0: know that most crimes are done in early the morning? morning like
1: Thank that. you, Jesus, because I'm not in—I'm not out of bed by. Pff, Seven, Just ten.
0: until that tahoe foot
1: tickler comes in at 5 a.m <laughs> <laughs> all right guys beware of the tahoe foot tickler we'll see you later cheerio bye We're the